Hey friends, welcome to Let's Get Real. We're your hosts, Jen and Ash. We are so glad you're listening. Each week we will talk about life, the good, the bad, and the crazy, but living through all of this with Jesus. So, let's get real. Hello everyone. We are here today to talk about several different things. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about some funny things and some serious things. We are on chapter six of our book. A wife's understanding of her role, God's perfect plan. Right. And this is out of our book that we've been reading, The Excellent Wife by Martha Peace, which is an amazing book. Yes, it's a wonderful tool to have. Yes, you need to read it. Yeah. Every woman needs to read it. Every multiple wife. times. Yes, multiple times. I <laughs> Mark think I'm it on up. three. <laughs> I know. Mark it up. <laughs> if you haven't read it, you need to read it. Yes. I don't know how to tell you other than that it totally changes your whole perspective. This woman. And you just go through so many different emotions. Right. But conviction. Right. I mean, a lot of conviction. A lot of it. It's really doing a lot of soul cleansing for us because we're going, I don't know if that's the right perspective or the right wording, but um, we have been through, just in reading this book and just living life, everyday life, I think we have experienced everything we've been reading. Yes. (laughs) But God has used this book in so many ways, not just for us to share with other people, but we're actually learning more yeah. by doing this than we did before by reading the book. Well, for me, it really is because it's I'm being held accountable, yep. which I really, really need. Yeah, I think that plays an important part in life for you to have somebody to hold you accountable mm-hmm. um, because we are, we sometimes are weak and we struggle yeah. and we're so humans, the human nature is to be prideful right. or to kind of keep everything hidden or secret Mm -hmm. but that's not how God intended it we're here to help each other we're here to talk about things and and to have someone to hold us accountable Mm -hmm. and um, to help us and to point us back to God's word right and we did try to record this podcast yesterday (laughs) we had a little bit of a technical difficulty so we're re-recording it today yeah and so things that we talked about yesterday we need to hit you know talk about today because Mm -hmm. those things are very important like we've each had rough weeks yeah so I had to drop my son off at college Mm -hmm. and we both had you've had some things stress you know with work and things like that so yeah it's been a tough week for both of us in different ways. Yeah. But we have been there for each other. Mm-hmm. We've gone back to what we've been reading and learning and to be able to put us back in perspective. Yeah. I really needed it. Yeah. It did take a trip to Captain D's for some <laughs> cheese stick and cheesecake. I know. Who knew? In cheesecake. your pajamas. <laughs> Captain D's <laughs> strawberry cheesecake. Yes, if you've never tried it, there it's pretty good. Don't knock it. That's right. Don't knock it till you try it. And the cheese, the cheese sticks are really good too. But I, I didn't let you try those. I didn't let you no, have you, one. You hoarded those. <laughs> those are my favorite when I have a bad day. So 
Anyway. I'm just glad you took me along. I know. It was fun mm-hmm. just to get out and talk to each other. Yeah. If you don't have someone to hold you accountable, if you don't have a prayer partner or someone that you're reading scripture with, other than your spouse, that's another thing that we need to talk about is how often we're reading together as husband and wife and how often we are praying together because it's easy to pray by yourself. And we're just, I'm just as guilty. Yeah. So I'm not talking about anyone else, but need to really set aside that time to read scripture together and pray together because, and it may seem awkward at first. Yeah, but the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll be. And it's not even about comfort. It's right. what we're supposed to do. And then it will become natural. And then you have another accountability partner. Right. So you're already, if you're in a healthy church and you have elders that you can go to, you have ladies that you can talk to that can help hold you accountable. And you have a friend that's your prayer partner And then you have, well, first you'd have your spouse, of course, you know, after God, after talking with God, then you have your spouse. So if you have all those things in place, then it's going to allow you to have an even stronger walk Mm -hmm. with Christ. And it's not as easy, I think, um, to fall or to become distracted if you have a strong support system. Yeah. So if you don't have that, find it. If you need it, let us know. Yeah. We'll help you. There's been several people that have reached out or told us things that we didn't realize um, until now. Mm-hmm. So we started sharing this. Right. So came way out of our comfort zones. Oh, no. So we'll get back to the chapter, chapter six and understanding your role. And this chapter, I think chapter six and seven are probably two of the toughest chapters to read, maybe. I wouldn't say tough, but if we're just being real. Well, you've got to get that pride out of the way, first of all. Right. And it's hard. It is hard. Anybody that says that it's not hard, I mean, you just don't wake up and go. I mean, you. I don't know that. I would never say that my parents didn't teach me because I saw that in the relationship with my parents and my grandparents. I mean, I came. I come from parents that have been married my entire life, and both sets of my grandparents were married to each other. So there was no, you know, divorce in that line that yeah. they always fought together you know not fought together mm-hmm. but always fought to work towards you know keeping their marriage and i just know that that was something that we were always taught that was very important you know to respect your spouse I mean, even till my grandparents my great well my great not great grandparents my grandparents when get out in a minute mm-hmm. my mom's to the day she served um, his plate to him. Like, she fixed his plate for him. Mm-hmm. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, she was a, not a servant out of being a slave. Right. But she was had a servant's heart. Like, mm-hmm. it was completely God's grace, mercy, and love. And you saw it every time you were there. She didn't ask him. She didn't flinch. Like, she just knew that's her. that was what she did. I mean, he provided for her, and she took care of him. Mm -hmm. And so, and you see that, when you see that in your parents and your grandparents, that helps a lot when it came to my marriage. Yeah. Because there were times that we struggled. I mean, every marriage struggles. Mm -hmm. But there were times that, I'm, I'm pretty sure for everybody, there's a time in your marriage where that's it. I just can't take it anymore. I'm done. Yeah. And God's like, oh, no, honey, that's not what I said. 
Yeah. That's not what I called you to do. When you figure that out, you really have to dig in the scripture and you really have to dig deep in yourself and learn what Christ's role is for you as a wife. Yeah. And a spouse. And so, well, I think too, it's important to pray for your future spouse and making sure that you truly are waiting on God to bring that person to you. Right. Because So for girls that are not married, that are young, that may be listening. Yeah. It's like I've told my daughter, you pray that God will send you the right person. There may be people that you date, but you have a checklist. Right. And you and God have talked about this checklist. And if he doesn't meet everything on that checklist... No. Right. I mean, because divorce is so difficult and, um, you know, it's something that I've had to talk to my children about, you mm-hmm. know, and explain to them that kind of that do as I say, not as I do. Right. But now I'm trying to actually do what I'm saying. Right. And so... um But you want to break that cycle. I mean, none of us want our children to have to experience that in their childhood and then as adults as well. And so one thing I know I didn't do um, before marrying Chet, well, I did with him, but in my previous marriage, like I I don't, I didn't seek, I, I didn't pray for that to be revealed to me. And I don't know, it's just difficult it is but you learn yep and And reading this book is really helping us figure these things out yeah so it takes time it's not going to happen overnight don't get discouraged don't read chapter one and go oh my gosh i failed and life is over don't because we're going to continue to fail every day we're humans yeah i mean we're falling we're going to sin we're going to continue to do things that the Bible tells us not to do and and this book tells us not to do, but we will be brought to our knees. Mm -hmm. We'll be convicted. Mm -hmm. You will be. If you're not, you're not reading the same book. No. Well, and are you really saved? And that's when you question, that's when you need to start talking to God, reveal yeah. my heart to me. Right. Where am I in my walk with Don't you? Don't worry yet about the plank in someone else's eye. Right. That's not what you're... I mean, the speck. That's right. Sorry, the speck. And then take the plank out of your own eye. <laughs> I got that backwards. That's okay. But if you read scripture, clearly states what our role is. There's several references mm-hmm. to marriage to a woman in general, to what their role is. Yeah. And I think that we've forgotten that. Like, I I honestly feel like that that has been forgotten in the home. Yeah. Because you see that women, and I don't mean any, anything ugly towards anybody, but it's all about, you know, women power. I keep seeing this hashtag boss I know. Um, and it's, why are we trying so hard to take the power away from the men? They are called to be leaders. Right. And our husbands, we are to be submissive to them. 
though we may not have the same opinions at the same at the, that time. Mm-hmm. Even if your husband is not a believer and you are, it clearly states how you are to treat your spouse, how you're to respect them, love them, yeah. pray for them, but don't just pray for their faults. Right. You're to pray for your own mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So I know we want to go through some of the things in this chapter. Yeah, well, it, that really stood out to yeah. us. Yeah. Um, so it just goes over, you know, God's um, what His plan is for the woman and the role that you're supposed to have. So in talking about the role as the husband and wife, if you go back to the beginning. In the beginning, God created man as ruler over the earth. Man's wife was created as a helper suitable for him. As a result of their sin, God pronounced judgment or a curse on them both. There were many painful effects of their rebellion and disobedience, death, thorns, and thistles in the ground, pain in childbirth, and a power struggle between the man and his wife. And I think you were talking about that earlier with me, about the power struggle that we try to have. Yeah, in Genesis 3.16, yet your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. Boy, that's a tough one. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of women or wives out there that are like, you know, I can do this by mm-hmm. myself. I don't, I don't have to have, I don't have to have him. Right. But God clearly states in scripture, we were created for, for this, for right. him. And for him. Right, we are to be a, a suitable helper to our spouse. Yeah. And I was just looking at that scripture as you read that. And it just, I it is tough to swallow. Mm-hmm. Because I have for so long, honestly, I'm such a control person. Yeah. And too. I don't know if you are too. Oh, you know I am. <laughs> but I'm just like, I can fix it. Yeah. I can do it. I don't want to wait on him to do right. it. I want to go ahead and take care of it. Yeah. That just causes confusion, strive. Mm-hmm. It's showing your husband that you don't respect him, you don't trust him. And that's really a thing that I've struggled with. It is not that I don't trust my husband, but I feel like sometimes I could get it done faster. But we have to wait. We have to be patient, just like you're patient and you wait on the Lord. Men were given their personalities were to wait Mm -hmm. and to really think about things, not to just react. Right. And so we have to learn to be patient, Mm -hmm. let them lead, trust in what they're saying. Even if we're not on the same page, there's there's been so many examples of it to to me here lately. If your husband has an opinion of something and it is biblically sound, then we are to follow suit. Yeah. We are to have the same, until God tells different or tells him different, you are with him. Like mm-hmm. you're his ride or die partner. Yeah. So anyway. Well, and our model is supposed to be the Holy Trinity. Right. And all three of them are satisfied with their roles. Right. And there's no confusion in their role and right. there's no power plays. Nope. They just do what they're supposed to do. And when they're, when Jesus and the Holy Spirit are supposed to humble themselves, they do. Right. So, and I don't know why that's so hard for us to do as wives. Right. So, 
I keep saying that word. Take it out of my dictionary. <laughs> vocabulary. My vocabulary, not my dictionary. Oh my gosh. Now you see, we're just real people. We do not have this um, pre written down or recorded or anything. It's just how it is. We're just talking. Mm-hmm. But going back to that, why it is such a struggle? Like, how much more harmony would we have in our lives if we? played our own role. I know. Well, in the book talks about, um, whereas before the fall, there was harmony between Adam and Eve in fulfilling their roles. Now there would be a power play as they both sought to dominate the other. And you know, you've probably heard that argument back and forth about who sinned first. Yeah. Well, the Bible answers that question. It was us, ladies. We did it. Yeah. You know why? Because we are weaker and we gave... She gave in to temptation. Mm-hmm. That's why we need our spouses. Yeah. That's why we need to let our husbands lead and direct us. Mm-hmm. And even, I know that some ladies may say, well, my husband is not a believer. And the Bible gives you direction and how to pray. You still live by God's word. You still obey his commandments as far as a Christian. And then as your role as a wife mm-hmm. and still be a suitable helper for him. And turn him towards Christ. Like, yeah. let him see Christ in you. you. Yeah. Right. And it may take a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really may take a long time. You have to be diligent in prayer and persevere when the times get rough. Right. You can't just be a quitter. No. No. Because Jesus didn't quit on us. Mm-mm. I mean, we've I've said this before, and I'm not sure if I said it to you, but sometimes you have a hard time. As humans, we have a hard time forgiving or letting go mm-hmm. or letting swallowing your pride. Yeah. But Jesus took everything. I know. I mean, they were spitting on him, screaming at him, torturing him. And he didn't even have a bad thought. No. Not and what was the last thing thought. he said before he died? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what I they know. do. That is the kind of heart that we should have mm-hmm. towards everybody. But most importantly, our spouse. Yeah. And so when he has a bad day, then he has a bad day. Well, then, you know, we're so quick to forgive other people. Yeah. Like, but we want people hold, to forgive us. Well, I mean, no, like our husbands. Like, we want to stay upset. You right. know, we're, we'll forgive just our coworker. Oh, that's true. You know? So I mean, you can so work that, in peace. Or, yeah. But the person that we're supposed to love the most is our spouse. Mm-hmm. And we I give them the hardest time. That's right. I don't know why. I, don't I know. think it's sometimes they say that the person you love the most is the person that you're hardest on. Yeah. So it's typically your spouse and then your children. Mm-hmm. And it's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be the very opposite. I know. That you're supposed to show them more love, compassion. You There's still discipline there when mm-hmm. it comes to your children. But grace and mercy because when we mess up and we go to Christ and we ask for forgiveness and have a I mean I have a discussion with him every day all day so I never hear him yell at me or scream at me he's very quiet he doesn't have to do those things Mm -hmm. he doesn't have to get angry right he controls everything yeah so there may be something that I have to deal with a little bit later on during in life that he's like told you to get that straight Right. right 
talk to me, lean on me, trust in me, and read mm-hmm. my word. Like, you're not following what I've commanded you to do. Right. So it may be a little tougher right now, but hopefully that would turn you back towards me yeah. and you'll keep your focus on me. Mm-hmm. So you have to do that with your spouse. You can't expect him to be perfect when you don't expect the rest of the world to do that. Don't put him on a pedestal. Right. He will fall. Yeah. He's not God. He's leaning on God just like we are, Mm -hmm. but we are to allow him to make mistakes and forgive him and love him through it. Yeah. Well, you know, Adam and Brandon have taught us that, you know, we as humans are natural born worshipers. Mm -hmm. And, but who is it that we choose to worship or what is it that we choose to worship? And so we're going to find something or someone to worship. And it's just so important that it be God. Right. And it not be your husband. No. Because you, he's going to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. He's going to mess up just like we do. What if they... Or not even your husband. Like how you want your marriage to be. To oh, be an yes. idol. How you You're, want your needs met. Right. Or, you know, anything like that. It doesn't even have to be your husband. I mean, sometimes it is. But right. sometimes it's, you know, I want him to be sweeter yeah, more romantic. Right. That can be an idol. Yes, it can. Because if you start focusing on that, like if you take your eyes off of what God's view of marriage is and you start focusing on other people's, like, okay, well, he sent her flowers mm-hmm. or he did this. I want my husband to do that. Right. No, do not. That's right. coveting your neighbor. Right there is a sin. So don't yep. do that. Mm-mm. Nope. Bible strict. I mean, just right flat out says yep. do not. Right there is a sin. Mm-hmm. So, got to quit that. Yeah, and you've got to draw your focus back into what Christ wanted your marriage to look mm-hmm. like. Stop looking at other people's and focus and on do what Him and what you're supposed to, to do. do. <laughs> right, and your role. Yeah. And speaking of that, there are some questions that you can ask throughout the week or the day. And so I wanted to share a few of those. may not be able to get to share all of them this week, but you may laugh when I share these questions. You may be listening to this and going, oh, no, <laughs> oh, I don't have time. Me, we've, we've like, what? Yes. Did I read that right? When I first read this, I had to, I honestly had to read it several times <laughs> because I'm thinking in my mind, I do not have time to ask myself these questions. Yeah. How am I going to have time to stop and ask my husband 18 different questions? <laughs> I don't think that when she was writing this, she meant you ask them every single right. day, but to be thoughtful of these things mm-hmm. when you're talking to your spouse. And this is going to teach you how to have that relationship of allowing him to lead right and showing him respect and trust and, and training your mind and your heart right to think more about him than you do yourself right even if he flops the yeah. whole week because it's not about not cuz yeah. we flop too yeah we do every day uh-huh. i flop okay so the first question was ask your husband what are your goals for the week <laughs> crickets i know where are they <laughs> we need crickets Key them up. <laughs> yes let's go to number two <laughs> ask your husband how can i help you accomplish these goals 
You're going to ask him what his goals are Mm -hmm. and how you can help accomplish them. Even though in the back of your mind, you're thinking about the 5 million things that you have to accomplish this week. And how in the world am I going to ask my husband how I'm going to accomplish his goals plus mine? Yeah. His goals are your goals. Right. That's how you change your thinking. Yeah. So you put yours kind of on the back burner. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean they're not important. Right. His goals are your goals. So, number three, ask your husband, is there anything that I can do differently that would make things easier for you? (laughs) Number four, be organized with cleaning, grocery shopping, laundry, cooking. As you fulfill your God-given responsibility, your husband is then free to do his work. This does not mean that you get a ticket free to not have to do laundry. Right. Spouses. But this is something that I struggle with. Because I'm doing so many different things Mm -hmm. that I've forgotten the importance of being organized and having a home where your spouse can come home. Things are clean. They're taken care of. There's not confusion or stress. And that is your goal as a wife is to keep those things lessened because his important role is to work and to provide and to lead. Mm -hmm. Okay, so number five, save some some of your energy every day for him. So like we were talking about when we talked about this before, mm-hmm. that that may mean like helping him with like things. in the yard. Right, projects. <laughs> <laughs> but Jen, if we're being honest, right. we know what that's talking about. Exactly. Clearly states in scripture that you do not hold, withhold from your spouse. Right. Even if you're angry. Mm-mm. I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> You can see that this is way out of our comfort zone because we're talking about this and I'm looking at it like every day. Let's be real, ladies. (laughs) Every day. Every day. That's what it says. Every day. Yep. We're going to go to number six. You can't skip number five, Mm -mm. but we're going to number six. We'll come back to that later on in the book. Put him first over the children, your parents, friends, job, ladies, Bible study, etc. Everything Mm -hmm. except God. Yeah. So if he doesn't want to go and do something, well, we're going to go to number seven. Willingly and cheerfully rearrange your schedule for him when necessary. I am such a creature of habit and I have my schedule but I have to be more mindful of him and his schedule and be able to modify mine. His schedule should be your schedule. Yeah. And so spouses, even men, like your schedule is our schedule. So we have to think about each other when scheduling. Yeah. Always include the other. Mm-hmm. As, I mean, we've yeah, got well, to. That's, I mean, I, that's just part of being considerate too, right. I think. I fall short on that with Nick because he works out of town. So there have been moments, honestly, where he's gone all week and I've been working all week and we don't do anything during the week because we're working and Mm -hmm. he's gone and then he comes home for the weekend and then we go do the fun things or the things that we need to get done, not necessarily fun things, but maybe I need to go shopping. I've got to run errands and that's my only time and I forgot that we're living on opposite schedules and he's been gone all week, mm-hmm. and I've been working all week, but we haven't been in the same place. Yeah. And we've forgotten that, you know, he's coming home and we're leaving mm-hmm. to go do all the things we can. But there's got to be an understanding. Time management. Right. Though. And communicate. Yeah. 
So let's go to number eight. Talk to him in a positive light to others. Do not slander him at all, even if what you are saying is true. And we talked about it. We got a message from um, a personal friend or someone that we go to church with that thanked us in the way that we speak about our spouses on here because this is not girl talk Mm -hmm. or to bash our husbands or talk bad about them because we have no room to talk. No, not one word. I'm not even going to try to go there Mm -mm. because I am, no, I'm not going to, no. Right. Right. Mine was especially nasty. Right. So we cannot. No. We will not. No. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. That's a major goal for us to be uplifting and encouraging, Mm -hmm. and we will continue to be that way. Yep. Number nine, do whatever you can to make him look good, to accomplish his goals. Examples of that are offer to run errands for him, organize your day to be available to help him with his projects, pray for him and make good suggestions, give him freedom, not to use your suggestion, and do not be offended if he does not follow it. I highlighted pray for him. (laughs) Out of that long sentence of instruction. You highlight, pray for him. Yes. So you forgot about give him freedom not to use your suggestion. (laughs) No. So you're just going to pray for him that he'll listen to your suggestions and do what you said to do. No. Why did you just highlight, pray for him? That was your thought that moment. Yes. You skipped over every other word and you highlighted, pray for him. I know. Because that's how we are. Yep. We think we're going to pray for them, and they're going to automatically do like we want them to do. I know. No. That's ladies, not wake way. up. No, it's not. It's not. A, God's not a genie in the bottle. No. No. You pray more for God to hear you than for, or for you to hear him than for him to hear you. Yeah. I mean. And for him to reveal things right. to you. You're it's not for you to keep talking. No. Wait for him to listen. Let him reveal things to you. Mm-hmm. Open your heart, open your eyes, and open your mind. Yeah. And if you're reading this book, there's so many different, I guess, suggestions or tips to help you. Mm-hmm. Like number 11 says, think of specific ways that you can help him accomplish his goals. Examples are get up early in the mornings to help get him off to work and have a good breakfast. Yep. <laughs> I'm yeah. normally asleep when Jet leaves. I'm usually gone before Nick leaves in the morning, so I don't know about this one. <laughs> you <laughs> well, can't we throw need this to in. try. We do. He doesn't really eat breakfast. Yeah. So I could leave out like his power bar and maybe mm-hmm. have the Keurig on so the water would be warm. For him to make his How coffee. How fast is the Keurig? Oh, quick. Push the button, heats up the water. He puts his K-cup in there and pushes it down, and the coffee is made. What's a cake? K-cup. K? K-cup. K-cup for the Keurig. Oh. Keurig cup. Okay. Yes, I know you still have that. what she thought was her instant pot, which <laughs> it was an insta, instant pot of coffee, like a coffee <laughs> pot, the old-fashioned coffee <laughs> pot. So you need to I get don't drink coffee. You need to get Chet a Keurig. He doesn't really drink coffee all that much. Well, him and Miriam drink it in the mornings. Well, just when it's like winter time. Okay. Well, maybe that would be a quick way you get yeah. up and cut that coffee cut caught Keurig on. I can't get yeah. my words out. Yeah, I can do that. Yes. I feel like we're going back to oh my goodness, 
we've we've carried on today for a long time. But I feel like you're going back to that Leave It to Beaver when you're handing him his briefcase <laughs> and you've got his cup of coffee and you've made yeah. his breakfast and everybody's sitting down. That's good. You laugh at that, but that's the way it's supposed yes, to be. Yes, it is. How many times a week do you sit down to eat breakfast together? I don't. How many times a week do you sit down to I'm eat dinner Sundays. together? We don't. We failed. I know. We're praying about it. I got an F. Yeah, we got an F. Epic mm. fail. Yeah. But we're learning. Yeah. And we are putting our trust in God. We're reading and we're diving into his word. Mm-hmm. We're attempting, but by ourselves, we cannot do this. No. But with Christ, we can do all things. Mm-hmm. So we have got to dig in there, read. There's lots of other different ways um, that you can help. And we'll go over those when we talk, go over those when we talk the next time in our next podcast and then get into chapter seven. Make sure that you like, share, and comment on our Facebook page. And also leave a review on your favorite podcast. So whichever one that you like. Platform. Yeah, please leave us a review. If you listen to it on Apple or Spotify. Stitcher. Stitcher, Right. Or Anchor. Anchor. (laughs) Yes. Leave us a review. And then please join us for coffee. Yes. We go most every Saturday unless there's something unusual going on like college moving right football game football game for my nephew right right um but typically we're there 9 a.m saturday mornings at at cornerstone cornerstone coffee Coffee company and eclectic right and then we'd love to have you yes so please join us Mm -hmm. no excuse come in your pajamas (laughs) jen leaves the house in hers you know what no don't i just might wear mine saturday are you really going to wear your pajamas? And you are too. No, I'm not wearing my pajamas. Be there. Or be square. Yeah, be there and see it. <laughs> see if we wear our pajamas on Saturday. <laughs> All right, everybody have a great day, and we'll talk to you next time. Ta-ta. Bye-bye.